Hey family, this is Shannon Jackson, your resident host from Living Your Life Without Limits. And today we're talking about the vision for the city of Compton, California. And I have a special guest with me joining me, one of the candidates for the mayor race for 2021, none other than James Hayes himself. Stay tuned. Wake up everybody, let's elevate your mind. Live your This is your girl, Shannon Jackson, your resident host from Living Your Life Without Limits. And today's topic is talking about the vision for Compton, California. And I have my special guest with me today, one of the candidates running for the mayor race, none other than James Hayes. James, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So, James, thank you so much again for joining uh, Living Your Life Without Limits. And for full disclosure to my guest here, I am a resident of the city of Compton and born and raised in Compton. So this is a subject that's very near and dear to me. I remember as I was talking to you offline, how I used to go to the school of Walton and Caldwell. I have two homes in Compton. So it's very important that we have someone that is, has a vision for Compton. So I'm very excited to have you be with us today. And I want to first start because I know a little bit of the history that you previously had ran for a mayor race before and why now why run it well because uh, I ran four years ago Mm -hmm. and uh, four years ago I ran for the same reason I'm running this time Mm -hmm. uh, because nothing's changed our infrastructure still has significant damage the city has financial issues and it really lacks leadership Mm-hmm. And I'm running to bring that leadership to the council so that we can begin to repair our city. And for me, it's all about reinventing our city. That means reinventing the image. That means reinventing what you see and reinventing that feeling of pride and dignity that we all used to have. I mean, you grew up here, so you grew up with pride and dignity uh, like I did. Mm-hmm. So it's about restoring that. That's why I'm running. Okay, very good. So every time somebody runs as a politician, so I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. Every time somebody comes as a politician, they promise change. And we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then, as you mentioned, and I'm glad you put it out there, oftentimes things don't change. So and I know that in the city of Compton, so many people are hungry for change. And one in particular does. We've been hearing a lot. And I believe there was an audit that was done that was made public out there, how there's a financial deficit in the city of Compton, as well as don't even get me started on the potholes. (laughs) (laughs) The potholes has been made the news all over because so many people were complaining, but just not feeling that things are moving forward. How are you going to tackle that? Because it's it's been something that's been ongoing for a while. Yeah. And I think the first thing you do is you tackle it with a plan. And when you look around, I think it's obvious that there's no real plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that would be the first step is to actually put a plan in place to address everything. But even more important than that, I think the first thing I want to address is how the city looks. The city needs to be cleaned up. 
I mean, it needs to be physically cleaned up. Uh, the trash situation on the streets, the dumping, the graffiti, everything that you see that makes this city uh, uh, just terrible to live in, you know, from, uh, from the perspective of you looking at a city. I want to clean that up first, mm -hmm. okay? Now, that's the easy part because we can get our public works crews and volunteers and what have you together to say we're going to deep clean our city. Then uh, that's going to make citizens feel good. That's that pride and dignity thing I'm talking about. Then you go in and you address all of the city's financial shortfalls. First being that audit that you mentioned. The, mm -hmm. the uh, state auditor uh, came in, did an audit, and they found 79 deficiencies in the way Compton does its financial business. So my goal is to address each one individually, clear it from the books, start fresh with systems that actually work, okay, get our credit rating back because Compton doesn't have a credit rating, uh, and, and begin to make progress as it relates to how we spend our money. Uh, because we do need a financial management plan. There's not one in place, so we need that. Now, I know you have a broad background in other things, uh, starting business, being an entrepreneur, as well as working in public service roles. Do you feel that your experience working in finance, as well as other things and running your own businesses, are going to bring yeah. that leadership in the area of yeah. physical responsibility? Yeah, I think it'll bring that, uh, you know, bringing that piece to government is going to be very important. But even more important than that, you know, uh, professionally, I'm actually a scientist. Yes, and I saw that. because I'm a scientist, you know, we tend to look at, uh, we look at things differently as it mm -hmm. relates to business, as it relates to solving problems. Uh, what have you. So I think that scientific approach to looking at a problem and because, you know, in science, you're, you're in nursing in science. When you uh, have a problem, uh, you can't say, oh, we're just going to leave it alone and come back. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, you got to solve the you problem. You have to solve okay, it. Correct. So, so Correct. as I look at government, I look at it the same way. If there's potholes, you just can't say, okay, there's potholes. Let's do a little work. No, you got to solve the problem mm -hmm. and you have to find the resources uh, physical resources as well as monetary resources to get the job done. Mm -hmm. And so you can't just walk away. So that's how I feel about government. You can't just walk away. If you see the problem, you have to solve the problem. Very good. Some of the challenges that uh, when you look at what's currently in place now and some of the races that have been very contentious in the past have dealt with discord within the council and the mayor and people not coming together. It's been a disconnect. And when you talk to this one, they'll say, well, we don't have the votes. Or you'll talk to this one. Nothing is coming together because no one is able to bring the leadership, which is not only the mayor, but the leadership of the council together to work on behalf of the, the citizens of the city of Compton. How are you going to approach that different to bridge yeah. that and bring yeah. that? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think there's an absence of leadership and not only in the mayor's office, but amongst the city council people. There's no true leadership there. So I plan to address it by putting together what's called a policy program or a policy priority agenda for the city where the council members, along with the mayor, sit down. Uh, once or twice a year, and you identify priorities, okay? And as you identify priorities, you determine where to put them on the agenda so that every council person has an opportunity to say, well, this is what's important in my district. And you can put it all together on an agenda, on a timetable, 
and everybody's projects get done. I think a lot of our problems is because council people are pushing and fighting to do their projects, okay, when we should be pushing as a team to complete all projects, okay? Therefore, as we go down the list of our priorities, everyone will be in sync with the way the voting goes uh, because there, there'll be nothing on the listing, the agenda, uh, that doesn't benefit the whole city mm-hmm. uh, in addition to the actual district. So I think we have to be planning-oriented as a council. You do need to sit down. You know, they call it strategic planning. You need to sit down a couple of times a year and look at your plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, first develop your plan, then look at your plan. And it's also a way for us to hold staff accountable. Mm-hmm. Because the staff has to take that plan and begin to implement. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think a lot of it's planning. Back to the potholes, uh, that we need a capital improvement plan. Mm-hmm. Now, see, here's the way that works. If there's a pothole on your street or if your street is heavily damaged, you should be able to call Public Works and say, you know, my street's in bad shape. When are you guys going to get to it? If you have a capital improvement plan, that person can say, well, you're scheduled for this date. Okay, because everything is scheduled according to a plan. We don't have that now, and that's why we suffer with this pothole situation. Uh, The hard part about it is we don't know when our potholes are going to be repaired. So we want to adjust things so that we can uh, do a better job of serving the community. Thank you for that. I know many businesses oftentimes complain that it's a challenge to work in the city of Compton. When you talk to contractors on the outside to get improvements done in your own personal home or in your business within the city of Compton, they'll say, oh my God, you know, it's so hard. It's not like any other city. It's just tough to do anything here in the city of Compton. So certainly I know we'll be interested in looking for leadership to make those communications more streamlined and more efficient and more mainstay where other businesses will want to come in and bring business there, which also would bring jobs, as well as be able to cause people to have more improvement that they want in their own personal homes without all the loops and all the waiting and the different things that has been happening. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that come to fruition. Yeah, yeah because, uh, you know, when I look at the process uh, of getting a business license or a permit or what have you, uh, I'm not doing it. It makes me frustrated. Just, yes. just looking it at is. the way it functions. And to me, it's all the way it all starts in the building. Like when you go into that department to start your process, it's not really customer service based. Exactly. Okay, so it's not even made from the very beginning to be a friendly experience for the person who's the applicant. That needs to change. We need to look at how physically that department is set up. Secondly, we need to look at their manpower. Maybe they really don't have the staff they Mm -hmm. need. Maybe the city government has not made a priority Mm -hmm. to give them the people that they need. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe the people who are there... Uh, just aren't going about their jobs right. So, see, we need to study all of this uh, to see how we can make it better. Maybe they don't even need to be in City Hall. Maybe they need to be in their own building somewhere Mm -hmm. where business people can come and there's ample parking and space and what have you where they can do their business. I want to look at it like that and with the goal of correcting it because my goal in terms of economic development, of course, is to bring much business to Compton. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to have to vote every week to streamline the process for a specific business. Mm-hmm. You want the process to be streamlined for everyone. 
And, and that's my goal. My, that's my goal. So start with studying it. Study the problem. Develop the solution and implement the solution. Okay, very good. So two other things that I like to bring to forefront that have been concerns. One, obviously, is the relationship between the police department and the city, right? We have mostly minorities that live within the city of Compton, whether they're African-American or Hispanic uh, descent or or other cultures. But we know that's primary minorities that are here. How are we going to address that where the race relationships are healed with that as well as with the police officers? Because obviously we don't want our young men or our people being attacked by the police, but we also need police protection. So um, we need them both. We need them to be working with the community, not working against the community, but we also need healing about the process because we also need law and order as well. So how is that going? You know, we've had a lot of challenges across the globe, but Compton itself has had some challenges. Compton is, is, uh, uh, Compton's always been a unique community and, and that has not changed in terms of the people here and how we interact with each other. So our population right now is predominantly Latino. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now in order for there not to be racial tension, uh, we need to become inclusive as a city government. Okay, and when I mean inclusive, there needs to be more Latino leadership in Compton. Uh, when I look at our boards and our commissions, I don't see enough Latino folks sitting on boards and okay. commissions. Okay, that needs to change, and, and that's how we can promote unity in the city. As it relates to the city council, uh, we need to look at that because I think we need to have more Latinos running for elected office in Compton. And as, uh, as, as a leader myself, I'm very committed to training and grooming future Latino leaders in Compton. Because at some point, this council is going to be a predominantly Latino council. And as a resident, as a homeowner, as a taxpayer, you want to make sure that there's qualified leadership. Mm-hmm. Okay, be it black or be it Latino, be it whatever Samoan, race it is, whatever. qualified. And so I'm, yeah, so I'm committed to to seeing to it that that happens. Okay. okay, that you kind of you pass on the knowledge, you pass on the torch, and your city can continue to run smoothly. As it relates to the sheriff's department, that community unity is going to lead to some unity with the sheriff's department. When the sheriff's department first came to Compton, they were very very in tune with community based policing. They got involved in our city. Yes. Okay, we knew who the deputies were. We knew the captain. We just had a And they very, had substations very, at yeah, the parks. Substations at parks. We had a very mm-hmm. good relationship. Now at some point, all that went away. Mm-hmm. My proposal is that we bring all that back. Mm-hmm. Now, as the mayor, that starts with a relationship between myself and the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the captain, but the sheriff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it starts there. Mm-hmm. We have to have a positive relationship in order for that relationship uh, to be felt in our city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, as I said, community-based policing, the sheriff deputies, the captains, and other officers in our station, they have to come out of the building and get involved in our community. Okay. And, and, and so our community unity is going to lead to some unity there. Uh, the sheriff deputies and what have you, they don't like working in communities where they don't feel accepted, wanted, or loved. Mm-hmm. Okay, just like we don't want to live in communities where mm-hmm. we don't feel that. So my, my feeling or, or my style, what I'm proposing, 
is that we all get together as a community, law enforcement and the different ethnic groups in Compton, the leadership in Compton, and we unify. And, and you know, we need to bring back block clubs, mm-hmm. uh, neighborhood watch programs, mm-hmm. little league programs, Pop Warner football programs, uh, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, everything that we used to have. You mm-hmm. grew up here, mm-hmm. so you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. All that needs to come back. Mm-hmm. And my goal as a mayor is to bring all that back. Final one, which is one that's very near and dear to me, is the health and wellness messaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Living Your Life Without Limits is a health and wellness platform. I am a registered nurse by trade, and um, we do public speakings and seminars and conferences, as well as we do community events. And I personally do motivational speaking as related to empowering, uplifting people. And obviously, um, this is something that's very near with hypertension, diabetes, coexisting comorbidities that are out there. And I tell everyone everywhere I'm going is that the pandemic exposed the importance of having health and managing your health, whether you're newly diagnosed with something or preventative. It is so important because we saw with people succumbing to the dreadfulness of COVID if they weren't healthy enough uh, on the baseline, they were either a fatality of it or they were in ICU and still recovering from some of the residual effects of the disease that uh, impacted them. So what do you say about that, creating mm-hmm. some kind of health and wellness program well, we have to have that's it. consistent? Yeah, and, and from a government perspective, this is what we need to do. We need to make sure that healthy food is available to our residents. Mm -hmm. And what that means is we need to make sure that grocery stores that sell healthy food are in our community. Mm -hmm. Uh, Affordable, too, I want to say. Affordable Because that's some of the challenges. Uh, Yeah, affordable as well. (laughs) And and we need to be able to, as we market our city uh, to grocery stores and what have you, to come and locate to Compton, we need to go after those grocery uh, uh, companies that are concerned about providing healthy food options at an affordable price. And when we invite them to come to Compton, we have to let our community know that this is what's coming here and this is what's going to be available. And we encourage you to patronize these businesses for your own health. Okay. We need also to look at our parks and recreation facilities and we need to make sure that we're programming for health and wellness, mm-hmm. okay, and not just the physical health and wellness, being having a, a good track to run around and exercise apparatus and what have you, but making sure that information is available. In our That's process. key. Information okay. is power. Yeah. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Yeah. As the scripture has said, you know, mm-hmm. many people lack wisdom because right. of knowledge. So they don't no have enough reason. knowledge. Yeah, yeah. so if you so think about it, if, you, if you walk into a community center, why is there not a rack as you walk in with pamphlets on healthy eating, exercise, and what have Why aren't our, our community centers hosting community events and meetings on free, health? Free, free, yeah. yeah health free, fairs, exactly. testing. Seminars, yeah. quarterly, or something this is what with the health happen. and wellness this messaging. Is what, this is what needs to happen. And our elected leaders should be out front leading citizens toward healthier lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And, and that has to happen. And that goes to, to the, the message being clear in Compton, that health and wellness is important. And when I say the message being clear, it needs to be on banners. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, it needs to be on banners strung across boulevards. Mm-hmm. Okay, Compton Healthy Month. Okay, Compton Health and Wellness Month. Mm-hmm. You know, visit your community center for information. You know, we need to do things like that. Uh, we need to take advantage of cable television because the city has a channel that you do council meetings on. Why can't there be health and wellness lectures on that channel? Living your life is for that. I, I okay. definitely enjoy you know, to be a part yeah, of that. Yeah, so That's it's kind of like we certainly have, we have something to do it. that we, we need because hypertension and exactly. diabetes and all exactly. these different coexisting pre-existing conditions. I'm sorry, pre-existing conditions mm-hmm. that are out there would be something that people can benefit how to manage themselves. All right, so you are now, we're at the final end of this, and you've said a lot of great things, and I already know that it takes time to do them, but certainly I feel your commitment and passion and what you're saying. But what is the message, if you were speaking right to the the, um, citizens of Compton today as we're closing, what is your final thought that your commitment would be if they if we go to the ballot box or the people of the city of Compton go to the ballot box and elect James Hayes for the mayor for 2021 this year, what is your commitment to them? My commitment is to make Compton better. Quite simply, I want to make Compton better. And what that means is Compton needs to be physically made better. We need to clean it up. We need to fix our streets. We need to trim our trees. I'm going to attack the physical aspect of making Compton better first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to move to City Hall. And we're going to make City Hall better. That takes in the finance. That takes in customer service and what have you. That, that takes in all of that. And we're going to make the city government better. And I want people to think about the word better. Okay? Because when you elect me, that you will immediately begin to see Compton, Compton's quality of life. You'll immediately begin able to see what you see in the streets. You'll begin to see it get better. And it, it, I know it's a tall task, but for me, because I've been here all my life, because I have this understanding of government that many people don't, I know how to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not... Uh, uh, it's not going to be an impossible task. I know how to make this happen. So the message that I have to all of the Compton residents is that you know we can make it better. You know we can. It's just a matter of the leadership being provided uh, to make certain that getting better the way you want it is what actually happens. I want to wish you much success in the mayor's race and that it comes out favorable for you. Uh, and I want to thank you for taking time to come on Living Your Life Without Limits and share your vision for the city of Compton and your commitment to wanting to improve or, as using your word, make Compton better. So once again, family, we thank you for joining us today on Living Your Life Without Limits. And as you can see, we provide not only education, information and motivation but we are here for you make sure you click that subscribe button and make it go blue if you're not already subscribed to the channel and remember as always to love yourself take care of yourself because guess what you are absolutely worth it thank you for joining us and see you next week